the fans who want to keep pounding. The ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is this 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 is views is from Midstream. Now here's your host Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, the Views from Midstreet podcast is steaming towards its inevitable conclusion. My name is Rob Brown, the great Malonzo Reitzel on the other side of the board today. And we are obviously taking a look at what happened this past Sunday against Cincinnati. But keep in mind, we are on the short week this week, which means it's going to change not the schedule that we release pot, uh, but the pot is going to be released uh, in kind of a different format this week. We have our regular pod today where we're looking back at yesterday's game. We will drop our pregame pod. That pod will drop on Wednesday like it usually does. We will record and drop that pod on Wednesday, and it will be our pregame pod looking ahead to Thursday night's matchup when we were back home at the bank against the ATL, and then we will cut the reaction pod of that game on Friday. The only thing this really impacts uh, will be next Monday's pod, which will, or, you know, ordinarily it's the reaction pod. This week, it'll be basically two midweek pods next week uh, as we head towards the Thursday night game with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, we then have the next game after that, 10 days later against the Ravens in Baltimore. Uh, all of that being said, though, there's a, there's a couple of other things. That have popped up, and one of them, we talked a little bit about it on our show, the Rob Brown Show, which airs 9 to noon. You can listen to that show uh, for free on the Odyssey app as well. But earlier this a.m., the Carolina Panthers activated quarterback Sam Darnold. So, your thoughts on that, and what's the depth chart at the QB look like this Thursday night? Well, they uh, also released Jacob Eason because it sucks for him, but you don't need him anymore. So now you've got you've got your three quarterbacks. I don't know. Is it going to be an open competition this week? Is that a possibility? I don't think it should be. I think it should be Baker as a starter. I believe it's probably going to be uh, Baker one, PJ two, and Sam three because he's coming back off of injury. Uh, Sam probably should be two. And who knows? I mean, we've talked about how they have nothing to lose, really. They're just trying to see what you got. If you're trying to see what you got, the shocker of all shocker would be starting against Atlanta, Sam Darnold. (laughs) Not going to happen, but it definitely would be shocking. I think you you have to start Baker Thursday. You absolutely have to. I think P.J. showed what he was or what he is. He's been sitting on the bench, but he's been – Paying attention, he's been active, he's been helping. He's been on scout team. He's actually played defense during practice. And the funny part is there was a video just a couple of days ago about uh, a Baker trying to throw into uh, one of those uh, thing, targets that the quarterbacks throw all the way, all way across the practice facility. And uh, he completely botched it. And all these people were laughing and they were making fun. And it got reposted a bunch of times. I didn't see that on the field yesterday. I did not. So I wonder if all those people were going back and deleting uh, that thing. Can Sam Darnold beat Baker Mayfield out in regular competition? He didn't. I get. I get that it's a. Uh, it's 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 a different leader in place. But he didn't before. I'm not so sure he can again. As long as he stays healthy, Baker probably will be your starter going forward. 
QB1, Baker Mayfield. QB2, Sam Darnold. QB3 slash practice squad is P.J. Walker. That is exactly the correct way it's going to list out. And I don't think it would, right? Like, at the end of the day, we've talked about it. you got to go hot hand. Yes, it came as relief duty. Yes, it came after Cincinnati had kind of called off the dogs just a little bit. But Baker Mayfield came into that game and performed. Uh, you know, again, it's not like it's uh, – Nobody's going to be shocked into, oh, Baker's ready for the Pro Bowl quite yet. He didn't do that, but he uh, came in. Cincinnati couldn't stop him. Yeah. Really? When he came in, and again, Cincinnati was being less aggressive, less blitzes. They weren't doing as much across the line. It was pretty much a base 4-3. We're just going to get back there and do what we can and let our DBs do their work kind of performance. But Baker Mayfield did what Baker Mayfield was put in there to do. He did it well. He's going to be your starter on Thursday, but I think you're in the same position here that you were with Baker and PJ Walker last week, right? I think you come out and you go, here's the deal, Bake. It's your show. It's your show. And the moment that you blow it, Sam's coming back. He's activated. At this point, and, and, and this is kind of the interesting point in this season and any team any ha- has a season like this for them as well, there comes a point where win, wins and losses don't matter anymore, right? If you win a game, great. If you lose a game, who cares? Wins and losses don't matter anymore. In the grand scheme of things, what does matter is, are you earning yourself your contract next year, right? Baker Mayfield still needs a team next year because we are not guaranteed for him. Baker's playing for his starting job this week, his starting job all year, and he is starting, even if it's not with us, he is starting to try to earn himself a job for next year. So you go with Baker and you go, by the way, Bake, you know who else is trying to earn themselves a job for next year? Sam Darnold. And if you go out there and you throw three picks or you're planting balls in the dirt, in the dirt left and right. Dirt is a combination of dirt and turf, by the way. If you plant a bunch of balls into word. the turf. It's a really good word. I like, I thanks. like that word. Uh, Sammy D is going to get his crack. One of the two of y'all is going to earn the starting job in the back half of the season. One of you two guys is going to earn the ability to go out there and effectively resume build, whether it's for us or somebody else. There's no more niceties here, right? Like when Baker got the starting job at the beginning of the year, I was singing a different tune. You go tell Baker, it's your show. It's your team. You earn this. Sam's not, Sam's the backup. He's not threatening your job. Not no more. Not no more. Matt Rule's gone. Wins and losses don't matter. Do you want to be here next year or not? If you don't, cool. Tell us now. We'll go ahead and sit you. You can stay home on Sundays. If you do and you want this job and you want to be here like you said you did last week, then you better go out there and bust it and prove us that you're worth the contract because we don't have the ability to give away BS contracts like we did to other guys that we now had to ship out of town. Go out there and earn it or don't. You know, on last week's podcast, one of the things that we talked about was uh, PJ looking over his shoulder. I don't think Baker worries about that. I I could get why PJ would be concerned about it, and obviously he should have been because he got benched yesterday. I don't think Baker Mayfield is worried about anyone behind him. And if he goes out and plays the way he did yesterday, by the way, a shout-out to another bright spot, someone who we weren't sure would still be on the team, and barely was for quite a few games. Terrace Marshall uh, catching the ball yesterday from Baker looked really good also. I'm glad you said that because, Lonzo, the next thing on the prep sheet word for word is why has Marshall been able to step up so much post-rule, right? And I think it's a very, very question. Well, you Uh, know, Rob, what it is 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 the conditions are such a thing where they're able to have more plays so they're able to work in more personnel. That's not a direct quote, but it was pretty close. Terrence Marshall Jr. 
stepped up, had himself another decent day, uh, and and has honestly has continued to do so. Uh, he's been produ- uh, producing since he showed up a couple of weeks ago. Terrence Marshall Jr., three grabs, 53 yards, and a touchdown on this one. So why did it take until now for TMJ to really start to to show his colors a little bit? And uh, I saw that exact question floating around on social media earlier. And the answer that somebody, and I love this answer so much that I clipped it and put it directly down, uh, at Knave of Knives said, Never attribute to malice that which is adequately explained by stupidity. I think will just bleeping sucked. Trying to rationalize any of his coaching staff decisions will just lead you in circles. O-O-U. One of us. Basically saying Terrence Marshall Jr. was not O-O-U. He wasn't one of us as far as Matt Rule is concerned. And so Matt never made the moves that would have allowed TMJ to break out. Heck, three weeks ago, I was leading up to the trade deadline going, TMJ is the next trade guy, right? Like somebody's going to be able to get value out of this guy. Somebody's going to get production out of this guy. Well, Matt Rule is gone. And would you look at that? The dude's putting up 50 and 60 yard games, putting up a touchdown a game since he took off. It's almost like if you don't, try to be a college coach at the NFL level and you let the best guys go earn their spot, they're going to do it. Would you look at TMJ all of a sudden? Yeah, what a, what a surprise process of elimination. This thing was here, and now this thing is no longer here, and now this person is able to produce. And not just with one quarterback, because it, it, you could almost think that maybe he had a little more rapport with, with P.J. Walker, but uh, Baker came in. And threw some big passes to him, too. So, uh, you were looking for a number two? There he is, right there. By the way, I I was thinking about this while you were talking there for a second. It just kicked into my brain something else, too. Where did TMJ play his football in college? LSU. Who was the OC at LSU when TMJ was there making a name for himself? Joe Brady. Where was Joe Brady when TMJ got drafted into the league? Carolina. Carolina brought in TMJ because he was a Joe Brady guy. Joe Brady gets fired because he wasn't OOU. Well, why was TMJ in Carolina? Because of Joe Brady, which meant TMJ was not OOU. He was a Brady guy, and when Brady wasn't there because he wasn't OOU, it meant TMJ wasn't OOU. It meant that TMJ wasn't focused on or allowed to grow. Now that OOU guy is out of the way, all of a sudden, one of the dudes that was not OOU suddenly is a dude now. Look, it's real simple. Robbie Anderson was a Matt Rule guy. Robbie Anderson was gone because he didn't want to be part of what the new U is in the new OOU. The exact opposite was true for TMJ. He was a Brady guy. He was not OOU. That whole stupid damn fan club is out now, and TMJ is involved again, and look at what the kid's doing. Yeah, so there's probably no job out there where politics aren't involved to some degree. And we're seeing that play out in front of us as far as this goes with the one of us uh, guys. And um, I'm, just, I'm just glad that Terrace is starting to do well. I mean, that that helps him out, whether he's still in Carolina or he's somewhere else. He's been showing that this is a talented receiver who you need to that, throw the ball that to. touchdown catch he had was spectacular. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was spectacular. And it could have been, been using that the whole time. 
So now what do you have? And this is really the exciting part. And this is what's exciting about Thursday, right? There's a glimmer of optimism out of me on Thursday. Atlanta's bad too, right? They're slightly less bad than we are, but they're still bad. There's a glimpse well, of optimism. I mean, they did one in overtime. I agree. I mean, you know, I'm not, uh, right? But then I guess that would be the definition of slightly, slightly better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as slightly as slightly can be. I got a little bit of excitement because you got Baker Mayfield who gets to start at QB for the first time, non Matt Rule, right? You got a guy who's going to be freed up a little bit from Matt Rule and his OOU mentality. But you know what Baker has now that he did not have when he was a starting quarterback the first time around. A number one wide receiver and a number two wide receiver and a number three wide receiver because TMJ was playing the role of number three wide receiver. Go back to the Giants game. This sparked on me a little bit. The week before the Giants, the, the, like two days before the Giants, Matt Rule got up to the podium. He was talking about it and he said, yeah, Terrence Marshall Jr. is having, like he just had the best practice I've ever seen. Like he just had a spectacular practice. Know how many targets TMJ had in that game the next day? None. None. Right? Because he wasn't OOU. He'll talk nice about you, but when it comes down time, he's not there. So, he was working with Baker Mayfield with Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore. DJ number one, Robbie number two. A Robbie Anderson that very clearly was not giving Carolina uh, what we expected him to give, right? So, he's gone. It opened up the door for TMJ to shape up. He is now a bona fide number two wide receiver. Anybody argue that? No? Bueller didn't think so. What, what else it does in this spot is it allows the rest of these guys not to be fighting over the scraps of being the number four wide receiver. So now all of a sudden, you got LaVisca Chennault Jr., you got Shai Smith, you got guys that are have been fighting over the table scraps of whatever TMJ left after DJ had his day. Well, now I got wide receiver one and DJ Moore. I got wide receiver two and Terrence Marshall Jr., and now I got a three and a four in Shy and LaVisca Chenault that lets them have a little bit more defined roles. It lets them know a little bit with a little bit more consistency what they need to do to operate within, uh, within the offense. We are still seeing the benefits of getting rid of Matt Rule. And with TMJ stepping up the last couple of weeks with that redonk TD catch against Cincinnati, I think Baker comes in now with a way better situation than he did when he left a couple of weeks ago due to injury. Well, and the, and the other thing that you haven't factored in is when Chuba Hubbard gets back, you also have a one-two punch at running back. Um, I, I think Chuba Hubbard was very much missed yesterday. If you had that extra guy in there to uh, to rotate, I think it would have helped a little bit. The end result may not have been uh, any different, but at least it would have helped. So now having also having a one-two punch at running back, that's also going to open some things up for him. Yeah, you're not wrong. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's put this one in the bag. Keep in mind, our Wednesday pod this week, instead of being the midweek pod, our Wednesday pod is going to be our preview pod. We will break down Carolina hosting Atlanta in the NFC South Divisional Showdown. That one is Thursday night, Amazon uh, football, Thursday night football, what do they call it? Amazon Prime, Thursday night football, whatever. Where it will be a whole lot of thoughts out of the great one and I regarding these Carolina Panthers. Any final words for the people, Lonzo? Yeah, I mean, even in the midst of a beatdown, what could have been a really bad beatdown yesterday, found some bright spots. Terrace Marshall Jr., Baker Mayfield. Uh, We'll see what happens Thursday. Yes, indeed. Listen, at the end of the day, We might be 
four and 13 when the season's over. You give me a couple wins over New Orleans, you give me a couple of wins over Atlanta, a couple wins over Tampa, I'll be all right with that. So far, we the only one missing from the trophy case is the Dirty Birds. We'll break that game down on Wednesday when the new pod drops between now and then. We appreciate you listening. Do us a favor. Share it around. Tell your friends about it. If you got Panther friends, family, or somebody walking down the street wearing a Panther shirt, make sure you share the love of the Views from Mid Street podcast. We'll see you back here on Wednesday, ladies and gentlemen. Keep pounding, baby.